Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into December with us here on Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders. Mark Killian riding along as we're going to take a little quiz today, a five-question retirement preparedness quiz. And I think you'll enjoy the podcast here. So just because you heard quiz, don't click it off. Don't don't panic and think it's going to be really tough. We're going to have some fun with this. But I want you to grade your preparedness for retirement. Play along with me. I'm going to give a grade as well. And I've got five key questions we can ask ourselves. And of course, Mike doesn't get to play because he knows the answers. Uh, but he can <laughs> tell us how we're doing or ways to improve or why we might be in that grade that we're in. So that's going to be some fun. We'll jump into that. But first, let's say, hey, Mike, what's going on, buddy? Hey, well, it, it is that time of the year. Can you believe it? Well, it's time for the end of 2020. Uh, of course, yeah, right? I don't know how 2021 is going to look much different relative to <laughs> the way quote, that shape pandemic it stuff. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the you know, end of the year, end of the term, it's time for a little quiz to see what you've learned. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I think good, we'll yeah. have a good time with this. That's a great way of looking at that. Absolutely. And we'll yeah. probably uh, do quite a bit more in the next couple of months about uh, you know end of year as well as uh, new year planning and things to think about, mm -hmm. as we tend to do when a new year rolls around fiscally. So we'll get into all that. But for right now, since it's uh, we just got done with Thanksgiving and we're into the early part of December, let's take this little quiz and see how you do. All right. So here we go. Good. It's five questions. Number one, do you know how much you have? Now, again, think about this from a retirement standpoint. Do you know how much you have? Mike, I'm going to say that people, most of us would probably be a C, maybe a C minus on this for a grade because we probably know what's in our savings. We probably know what's in our checking. We might even have a rough idea of what we have in a 401k or an IRA, but that's probably it. Yeah. Um, I would say you probably are fair there. And this, this is going to be a real temptation to just let the C average uh, fly for this. You know, you, obviously there, there are some folks that are really on top of this and it's an important thing to sure. them. Uh, it's, it's something that they enjoy, uh, you know, right. keeping track of stuff, charting it, spreadsheeting it, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and they, they kind of know where things are and, and what they have. But, um, you know, sometimes it, it's a chore just trying to gather uh, that sort of thing uh, for some folks because they're doing other things that they enjoy much more than keeping track of that, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I'd say so, that most people are not in that category. Most of us, when we're yeah. working with an advisor like yourself, uh, we want to know, we know how the car works, but we mm -hmm. want, don't want to know how to fix it. Right. Yeah. We want you yeah. to kind of, you're the mechanic, you take care of the nuts and bolts. We just want to know that the gas is in it and the tires are good and we can drive it. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, don't drive it like this so that it'll work better for you. Exactly. That's good yeah. to know. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So a, C's a, a C or a C minus is a fair grade there. Because again, if you're thinking about some of this from a standpoint of you might have these items, the bigger question is a lot of times we may not know, we may know a little bit of what we have, but then not necessarily how to use it and turn it into what we'll need later. And we'll get to that uh, on that a little bit later on in the questions here. So let's yeah, go to and, number And, and oh, I ahead. would say just one other refining thing there yeah. too is sometimes we have things that we know what they are or, or you know, where they are, what they, how much is in them, that sort of thing, but we don't know why we have them. Oh, great um, point. They don't really fit with what you're aiming at. They're just something that came along and it was shiny and new at the time and maybe not so much shiny <laughs> and new for the uh, investor as it was for the advisor selling it. But um, yeah, if you're working with uh, someone that's selling 
uh, products and all that sort of thing, it can be, you know, really easy to fall into that sort of thing. And you have something you're just not really sure how it fits. So um, that's a great point. That's why sometimes it's hard to gather that kind of stuff and figure out what is it I'm going to really use for retirement. And that all sort right. of thing. What you have and why you have it. Good point. Good follow-up question. All right. Number two, I'm going to go ahead and say, folks, the next couple of questions, the scores are not going to be too good, but don't mm-hmm. worry. I'm right there with you, even though, and I even talk about this on a regular basis and my score is not going to be too great. So <laughs> do you know how much you spend? And I'm going to give us mm-hmm. a big fat D or maybe yeah. even a D minus here, because I think people are often shocked when they sit down with an advisor, especially as they get close to retirement, Mike, and you go through a little bit of a what's coming in, what's going out, you know, flow in, flow out type of scenario. Yeah. They're shocked at how much they actually do spend. Yeah. I, I would say you've hit it on the nose with that D to D minus range. Um, you know, I don't don't really want to give an F, but uh, you know, we, we do typically have a little bit of an idea of what we spend, but how much in total not nah, very well, the, seldom. Yeah. The idea is that. like what the house, you know, the mortgage payment, you know, your mm-hmm. car payment, you know, things of that nature. And you might even throw in some of your utilities, but I Maybe, guarantee right. you miss some of those. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I use a spreadsheet with people that has categories and, you know, most of them end up when people take their first run at it without having anything in there. And so I'll come back and I'll say, so you do you not have, don't use water in your house. Um, <laughs> um, do you well, not you bathe? Know, I, I, I don't know how much it was, you know, so, you know, that, that's the typical thing for most of us, right? right, I, right. I don't know that I can, t- well, I can tell you what my water bill is. It's nothing because I'm on a well, but anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> back when I did have water, but you know, you're like that's part of your electricity bill to power that well. That's part of the electricity, exactly. So, you know, it, it's it's a lot of pieces and parts. And the thing that's really hard about that and knowing how much you spend is some of, I mean, well, really most of them are not set. They, they vary in amount. And um, we tend to do things like go to ATMs and take out cash. And then we don't really right. know what we use it for. And, and the nickel and dime stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. And, and here's the one I really love is I often gifts, you know, I have a down gifts, you know, like for birthdays, just for anything for Christmas and stuff like that. And seldom does that get anything added to it. But I know people are giving gifts. Yeah, exactly. You know, you do it throughout the year. And granted, yeah. in the time of COVID, some of these things might be altered, but you mm-hmm. often miss it out. You know, mess up a lot on how much you spend on eating. If you're really paying attention, you might put in your regular grocery amounts that you do, but even that's probably not accurate. But I guarantee you, you miss all the, um, the you know the fast food restaurants and the regular restaurants yep. and the stopping and getting a drink and a coffee and a candy mm-hmm. bar and a yada yada. Yep, exactly. It's hard to keep track. It of is, and, and not to say that. And some you know, if you're listening, you say, "Well, that's being used." To, it sounds like you're saying I have to live on a restricted budget. No, 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 no. It's simply mm-hmm. just you know getting a, a rough idea and an understanding for what's coming in and what's going out, so that you can plan accordingly in retirement to know where your monies are going to be allotted for these things that we all have and want and do in life on a regular basis, so that you can also do the other stuff. Yeah, and and that's what really makes um, stopping the paycheck be you know, such a scary thing to many of us right? is because we know we don't have a real handle on what we're spending. And we're afraid that if we stop getting <laughs> that regular paycheck that we can somewhat control by maybe working overtime if we're paid on an hourly basis or getting periodic raises or what have you, you know, that going away and not knowing what you're really spending is, um, it, it can be a very terrifying thing. Yeah. I always say it's like the dentist in a lot of ways for some of those things. We we don't want to go we, – we have a small, minor little tooth pain, and we think, 
it's going to be a root canal. Like every time, <laughs> that's where my mind goes. I have one little pain, and it's like, oh, it's going to be a root canal. It's like, yeah. it's probably not a root canal, but <laughs> right. your mind goes there. And so, yeah, to your point, we don't really want to know or we're a little bit afraid of exactly how much we actually do spend. Okay. so And by the way, let me make, make this comment about sure. root canals. Uh, <laughs> if anybody has ever had a, has never had a root canal and you get asked to have one or get told you need one, let me say this. If you're in pain at the time you're told you need a root canal, it is the most marvelous thing in the entire world. <laughs> okay. All right. I know that may sound weird to some of you, but right. uh, it can be a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not as bad as it used to be. So It is not like it used to be. Yeah, that's, that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah. They but it still it sounds terrible. It does sound bad. <laughs> All right. So moving right along here in our quiz, number three. Uh, now, Mike is a sweet, nice guy, and he's probably not going to want me to give out the, the F, but I'm going to give the F here. Um, do you know how much risk you have? I, most people, most, and I'm in the same boat. Most of us just don't know. We go to have our portfolio analyzed and maybe a little risk alize or something like that. And we often say I'm moderate or I'm conservative or whatever it is in my risk tolerance. And we're typically nowhere close to that. Yeah. And that's, I think you're exactly right on that. You know, and it's interesting. It goes, it can go the other way too, is, is. So, well, and I guess your question was, do you know how much risk you have? Right. So, yeah, people that have all their money in CDs in the bank and things like that, they kind of know what their risk is. To a certain extent, they don't maybe know what the risk is relative to inflation and taxes okay, and fair point. Uh, that sort of thing and, and um, you know, monetary uh, changes and, and, and all that. But, hey, you know, they, they may have a little bit better idea of what their risk of loss of their money is. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it, the portfolios are riskier than what people think they are. And typically, we're talking about the market and various different products mm-hmm. in that nature that deal with that, yeah. uh, which is where where we often get exposed to. And when we and and we've had this conversation, you know, you still have to outpace inflation. So you're still going to have to, if you want to keep up with it and outpace it, you're still going to have to have some monies. You know, typically, the future monies we kind of call them in the market, but do you know how much risk you're exposed to or how much you even have uh, at ex- in a exposure? And of course, earlier this year in 2020, uh, the, the fast fall of uh, February and March might have woke people up to the fact that they got mm-hmm. lulled to sleep through the several years prior to that because the markets were great. You know, yeah. when it's going and up, it's wonderful. Quite frankly, when the markets are great, often the more aggressive parts of your portfolio, the more risky portions of your portfolio are getting bigger, uh, becoming a bigger part of your portfolio faster than you realize. And if you're not rebalancing and selling off what you've made, you know, the gain on it and reinvesting it back into some things that have not been doing well, uh, then you're going to get yourself in a position like that where you very well could have a bigger loss than you ever anticipated. Uh, due to a market correction or a market crash or what yep, have you. Exactly. Now, don't feel bad, folks. If you're playing along, how are you doing with your grades? Do you agree with what I've given out? Uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. And so if you feel like you're doing better than that, that's awesome. Fantastic to you. Yeah. So, but anyway, how are you doing? Are you playing along well? And, and does it does it seem to ring true? And if it does, are you thinking about making some changes or doing something to improve that? Now, if you're working with Mike, uh, already, you probably might have a better score on some of these than uh, some of us who are not. But again, it all depends on how you're set up and whether you're willing to have those conversations. So that's another key point of it. When you're talking about planning, uh, one of those strategic points is to actually have the conversation and go through the process and have a chat about it. So let's keep playing. Number yep. four, 
Uh, I think it's going to be pretty much the same as the risk. I think I'm going to drop a big fat F on this one as well. Do you know what you're paying in fees? Maybe a D minus. I don't know. Maybe a D minus here, Mike, because I think a lot of people will say, yeah, I'm paying 1% to my guy or gal. And mm-hmm. that's about yep. all they say. Yep, that is. And uh, or, or here's the other alternative. They're in some annuities, uh, fixed income annuities, fixed index annuities, uh, even variable annuities, whatever. Um, you know, quite frankly, unless you read the prospectus on the variable products and on the fixed products, there's usually not a whole lot of very clear disclosure. They're, they they have the disclosure documents, but they're pretty hefty, and and most people unfortunately don't do not read them. Yeah, uh, but it's there, there are yeah. fees in there, and I don't know of a single insurance company writing a fixed annuity paying a fixed interest rate that uh, does this for free. So they are making a profit, a margin uh, over what they're investing their general funds in before they pay out uh, an interest rate to us as the investor or the owner of the, the uh, product. So yeah, uh, often the fees are not clear to us. But they're there. And uh, to your point, Mark, of, you know, if you're in a managed type portfolio situation and you say, I'm paying 1% to my guy, uh, yeah, you might be paying 1% to your guy, but is there um, some funds uh, in there? Are there trades going on? Um, Are there expenses paid to a manager? You know, there's all kind of additional expenses that are there. And, And there's one that is pretty insidious is that if you're in an actively managed fund, and they're really turning that portfolio over multiple times a year, which some of them are, uh, quite frankly. That means you're paying even more expenses because the more they turn that portfolio over, the more trading commissions you have and the more spreads you pay on things. Uh, sometimes you can see um, brokerages buying certain stocks and they don't show a commission on it. Well, they, they don't show a commission because they're a market maker potentially in that particular stock. And so when they uh, buy it for you, uh, maybe it's selling at $10 a share out on the marketplace, but you're paying 10 and a quarter mm, for it. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. spread is you know, what, what they're making on it. So yeah. uh, they don't have to disclose it as a commission. It's a spread and that's buried and you never see it. Yeah. It's like reading stereo instructions sometimes. You know, back mm. in the day, we used to get these really complicated stereo instructions. We all remember those and you're trying to set something up or figure out how to. Remember, remember when we all had to try to figure out how to use VCRs and program them back in the like late 80s? And everybody was like, what in the world? Who are these written by? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they ever use one of these things? Yeah, these things are super complicated, right? So, right. Uh, you know, boy, it's so funny. Remember, remember how hard it was for people to, to program to their VCR to record their favorite shows? Or to even program their their um, the answering machines uh, oh. when those first started being real popular in the mid '80s. Man, that was hilarious, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Oh, absolutely. The things <laughs> that you heard, it's great. <laughs> yeah, you get the recordings of. Is it on? Yes, it's on. Oh, are you talking? No, I'm talking right now. And then, and then it would beep. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, here we go, folks. So here's the final question, number five, and this to me circles back around to one and two, Mike. And and you tell me what you think on this, but. Again, we talked about, do you know what you have? And a lot of times people have a, a rough idea of what they have, but often they don't know how to turn them into the income streams that they're going to need in retirement. So number five is, do you know what your retirement income streams will look like? And I'm going to go back and give people a C again on this one, because uh, I think we'll say, yes, I have you know money in the bank, I have Social Security, and I have my 401k. So you, yeah. you know the streams, but you don't necessarily know what they look like or how you're going to fill in the gaps or the differences into what you might need. And of course, part of that is understanding what's going out, which was number two about how much you spend. So to me, mm-hmm. these three all work together. 
Yeah, they do. And, you know, a typical question that I'll get uh, when we're setting up an account for someone uh, to, to manage some funds for them, be it something that they're rolling over their 401k or, or getting ready to retire or after having retired right. is, um, so how will I get income out of this? Right. Because they often think of like the company plan as a pension plan where they just turn on the income stream and it starts paying out some certain amount. And uh, don't realize that that's the same sort of thing that you're going to do with your IRA, with your Roth IRA, with your, you know, any of those individual accounts that you might have that you've accumulated money in to use for retirement. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can turn them on just like um, a pension income uh, in terms of having a steady stream of money. It's not necessarily going to look like the pension does because you're not going to turn over your lump sum of money in return for an income stream that ends when you die or when you and your spouse die or your beneficiary. And um, so it's a little different animal because you still have access to your money, unlike social security or unlike a pension plan that's paying out an income stream to you. But you need to understand what your options are because sometimes it's better to take the pension and take social security now or take social security in a couple of years for your spouse to start taking it now and you wait or vice versa. There's all kinds of ways. And people do have a general sense that these are assets or income streams that are available to me, but I don't exactly know how to use them. So I don't know what they'll look like and when I'll use them. So yeah, a C would be a fair grade there. I'd fair say. Grade. Okay. There's, all right. There's knowledge, but just not the, um, uh, detailed uh, integration of all of those things. Right, right. All right, folks. So there you go. How did you do on our retirement preparedness quiz? Do you agree with my scores? Do you agree with uh, the fact that you might need a little bit of help to improve these? If you'd like to, let us know. Reach out to us and say, yeah, I agree with that. Or no, I didn't. You can send an email to the podcast. Simply stop by Mike's website if you'd like to do so. You can find him at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there on the page. You can also subscribe to it on the app of your choice. At Strategic Planning, just search that out on whatever app it is, Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth, and you can find it that way as well. So we appreciate you playing along. And again, if you have any questions, before you take any action, you should always check with a qualified professional like Mike, who's got 40 plus years of experience. Before you put any plans into place or do anything without bouncing that off of someone who does this on a regular basis, uh, it would behoove you to do so. So give him a call at 336-668-4338. That's 336 336- Six six eight forty three thirty eight. Mike, my friend, thank you so much for hanging out with us and explaining to us uh, here a little bit on the quiz and on the uh, on the podcast today. I always appreciate your time and look forward to talking to you. Yeah, it's a, it's a joy, Mark. I appreciate it very much. Hope uh, the season here is not too hectic for you. You can lay back and enjoy it some and uh, have a great uh, afternoon. Absolutely. It is the season, that is for sure. So we will talk to you soon, just before the Christmas uh, holiday here on the podcast. So Take care, have a safe and wonderful week, and we will see you next time on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.